Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992-800-413-6992-800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. The motorsports world is where legends are made. The unthinkable happens and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor with Jim Beaver. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hopefully, uh, you guys have uh, had a great holiday. I know we took a week off, and uh, you know now we're back in the swing of things. Christmas is upon us. I've already got the Christmas music playing in my truck. Uh, Melikaliki Maka, yes, a little Bing Crosby going on this morning. Um, but uh, yes, uh, we are here through the duration, through December. Let me tell you, we have some massive announcements to come up with in regards to the radio show and a bunch of other stuff in 2021. So it's going to be an exciting month. But not only that, we got some exciting guests lining up for not only this show, but the entire month of December. So if you think there's no motorsports going on and this show is going to be lame, eh, stop, pause correct yourself because uh trust me we are coming out swinging i've also been working on a ton of projects got a new project with origin industries i've been working on with uh, their new chase light uh so we're going to be talking about that i've been filming some commercials got some rad video content coming out and things like that so we got a lot of stuff upon us uh thanks to all you tuning in whether it's first time or you're a regular listener um you know at uh, sports byline and those 200 networks uh u.s american forces network thank you to our military um you know thanks to all our Friends there at Sirius XM, Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, tuning in uh, Sunday mornings uh, uh, here on the show, uh, Podcast One, uh, Apple Podcasts, DownAndDirtyShow.com, and um, whoever you're listening, thank you guys for joining us, man. It's uh, you guys that keep us going. Next year marks 10 years on air. Yeah, 10 years on air. Crazy to think that uh, the show's been around that long, but... um, Speaking of reasons why we're being around that long, well, A number one, it's because uh, we always have hella good guests on this show, and this week is definitely no disappointment. We have Baja 1000 overall champion Luke McMillan locked in right here on the show. We've got Baja 1000 overall UTV winner Wes Miller locked in right here on the show, and we have Rally Legend going into the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame my good friend Natalie Richard on this show as well. Let me tell you, you want a star-studded cast of epic people today right here on the show. We are bringing it to you. Follow along. All the fun. Please hit me up at JimBeaver15 on social media if you haven't already. And uh, we'll take your questions on the show. And we'll be back kicking things off after this with the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show. Powered by Polaris Razor. 
Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome uh, my good friend and uh, all-around badass Luke McMillan to the show, uh, who is uh, officially a Baja 1000 champion. Luke, welcome, my friend. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about the Ball 1000. I, uh, as most people know, I eat, eat and breathe and sleep the Ball 1000. So I'm uh, excited to talk about the big win. Yeah. Well, I guess we should talk about this year because you guys have had one hell of a year. I mean, the world kind of fell apart, but Luke McMillan's put it all back together, man. I got to say, this is, uh, <laughs> you know, you hate to say there's been good that came out of 2020 for anybody, but, uh, Luke, you have definitely had a good year, buddy. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. That's uh, that's been a common joke with between my brother and I, and and the shop, and a lot of family and friends and stuff. Is yeah, it's been a tough year for a lot of people, but uh, 
but yeah, I guess we, I guess you could say we made the best of it. It's, uh, yeah, the Baja 1000 was just the cherry on top of a, of a really good season. You know, what was cool about it was, uh, we raced the mint 400, uh, back in March and that was our first big win of the season. And that's, that was about two weeks before COVID was even a thing. And so that was the last racing event we had, um, was the, was the mint 400 before we kind of got shut down. We won that one overall in the 83 truck. And then, you know, we had a couple months break while everything settled down with COVID and we we're all locked down and stuff. And then we came back to the silver state 300, our first race back and we backed up the one with another win. So, uh, that was really cool. That was a great way to start the season. And then, uh, and then it was time to get down to Baja, you know, later in the year, once, uh, you know, Mexico allowed us to come down South again and, and the entire team did awesome. You know, I got to also mention my brother won the Baja 500 and then, and then we go and win the Baja 1000. So yeah, 2020, uh, was just about as good as it could get as far as, uh, racing goes for McMillan racing. But, um, yeah, pretty ironic. Yeah, well, I guess it's a McMillan sweep of Baja. That's uh, it's never a bad thing. And I was fortunate to talk to your brother here uh, a couple months back after after his Baja win. But uh, you know, the funny thing about this one is you and Dan were having a hell of a battle there down at the thousand to start things off too, man. That that had to have been kind of fun slicing and dicing with your brother. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, so Larry Rosler, Dan, and I got in at race mile four thirty, which yeah, we were still. Uh, I think we're first and third on the road. And then we went back and forth, even in our section, but, uh, not to mention Larry Rosler started the 83 truck and then Justin Bean Smith started the 23 for my brother. And, uh, yeah, we, we had good start positions based on the 500 finishing order, which was first and third. Uh, we actually went, we crossed paths at least once, twice at the Baja 500, you know, went back and forth with a flat tire or a mistake on my part that they got back by me. And so we, we started that way and, uh yeah the team was feeling confident and uh that was definitely a highlight of the season was to have trucks running first and second first and third all day long at the Baja 1000 uh that was super cool you know and and I got to give it to my brother he he played a huge role in this in this race and everything we do we're we're teammates my brother and I uh we pre-run together our trucks are prepped together we test together uh we're helping each other out full time so that was really cool for the team just to, to be down there and, and run together and, and have two solid trucks. Unfortunately, Dan uh, ended up losing a motor, I think, uh, somewhere up in the 700-mile range and uh, wasn't able to finish. But it, it would have been pretty cool to, to land the season that way. But, you know, he's happy for me as, as I was happy for him when he won the Baja 500. So it was really cool. Um, yeah, I, in our craziest dreams, we couldn't imagine winning the Baja 500 and Baja 1000 in the same year. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, kind of take us through this too. Cause uh, you know, you, you took the second leg of the race and obviously your team with Larry Rossler, who, I mean, you know, he's one of the greatest of all time, hands down two and four wheels. I mean, he's just, he's a beast, you know, and, and Larry, I mean, you're teaming with him and obviously you're not worried about the speed or anything like that, but you know, there's gotta be a little of that, you know, a little anxiety. Cause you're sitting there, you're, you're sitting in, you know, in the, in the chase truck for half a day waiting for your turn to go, man. I mean, waiting for the race to come to you. And, you know, and I've been in that position where it's, it's a bit of rush roulette, you know, something happens early on and there's a problem. And then all of a sudden you get in there and you're just kind of racing for a finish, you know, um, you know, so you always kind of, you kind of always have that, you know, that sitting out there where you might not be able to get real racy, but man, you get the truck handed to you and you're right in the thick of things, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, no kidding. And uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, Larry Rosler, I can't, can't say enough about the guy. He is, 
in my opinion, the greatest Baja racer of all time. And, and like you mentioned, it doesn't matter if it's two wheel or four wheel, four wheel vehicle. He's won this thing 18 times in class and uh, I think 14 overall, which is just incredible. And, you know, I, a lot of people want to, you know, write it up as well. He, he's a bike guy or he's this guy. And, and the bottom line is, is, is Larry's just flat out talented at off-road racing. I mean, in anything, you can put him in anything. He's talented. Um, and yeah, like you said, so I'm, I'm hanging out at the pit all day waiting to get in the truck and, and everyone's asking, are you nervous? Are you ready? You know, and the only thing I'm nervous is something to happen to the truck because, um, I couldn't have anyone better driving it down to me, you know, to, to race mile 430. And, and there's probably only, I can only think of one or two, maybe two people that I would have the same amount of confidence in to get the truck to me. Um, if nothing happens. And so just to have Larry start your truck is, is calming in its, in its own way because, you just know, you know, he's been doing this for over 40 years. If he has a clean day with the truck, he's he's going to bring you a good truck in a good position and the truck's going to feel really good. And, and that is exactly what happened. Um, Larry and I have raced together the last three ball and thousands or this was our fourth actually. And yeah, we've, we've literally, we've led every single one of them. We've been out front and just a real silly mechanical issue or just something super unlucky. And I hate blaming luck, but something would just, bite us and it was just such a bummer so this year it was just like all right let's let's see what it's going to be and but i have every bit of confidence in larry like i should just to be able to to drive the vehicle down to me and um you know a lot of people ask about the strategy and stuff and, and what it comes down to really is, is the baja 1000 is such a long long day i mean it took 19 hours and 10 minutes that the first half of the race is obviously very important but it really doesn't matter. You know, it, it, what really matters is that you just keep making headway. You keep making forward progress and you bring uh, you, your second driver, a clean truck to go run that second half of the race. Cause you know, just uh, thinking about the course, it, it was real gnarly. That second half, the first half was, was tough. The beach is, is pretty standard, but it was a really tough course. And I feel like we say that every year, but just to keep moving forward is absolutely key. And, and that's what Larry did. And he brought me a truck third on the road just a, a handful of minutes behind the lead truck which like we had said was my brother which was pretty cool um but yeah no having larry start a truck is is unbelievable and and, and to get a win with larry rosler is is a dream come true is, is literally the, the only way i can put it because he's been a hero of mine my entire life as, as most people in off-road racing look up to him so to share his you know 18th win with him it just was incredible. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your section too, because you, you had a race at night and you know, Baja night racing is different than any other kind of night racing in the world. I mean, it's, it, it truly is because I've raced at night before down there in Baja and, and the desolation and the remoteness of some of the stuff we go through, you know, it's like you start seeing things out, you know, off to the sides of the track and things like that. I mean, it, it's just a different feeling. I mean, you know, t- tell me how you kind of approach that man, because, uh, Obviously, you, you've raced in Baja at night, but, I mean, did you pre-run at night or did you pre-run during the day? I mean, how did you approach your se- section? Because, you know, Baja's, you know, won and lost in the second half of the race, and especially having to do it at night like you did. I mean, that, that's tough on a driver, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, like you said, I got, I got in, I think it was probably 6 or 7 o'clock at night. It was dark already. Um and we we did pre-run at night, and that's extremely important because, like you said, you start seeing things. It's a lot of tunnel vision. You know, your lights are lighting up the road. We have Baja Design lights, which are just amazing LED lights that, you know, light up every bit you need to see. 
but at the same time you start getting that tunnel vision and you know we pre-run the section during the day and you can look left and right and you can see all these different landmarks you know you can see this mountain out in the distance you know okay up at that big tree I, i'm gonna go left and then i'm gonna go right and and you're looking and then you get your notes that say stay left middle or stay far right well it throws a whole different factor when it's nighttime and your lights you know you're you're sideways in the truck the truck's going sideways down the course your lights are aimed out to the left. Luckily, hopefully you have enough cornering light to still see down the road. And when a, your co-writer calls something out and you may not see it because now it's pitch black. So we absolutely uh, pre-run at night to prepare for night racing. Uh, but truth be told, I, I love night driving. I actually, um, it helps me. I, I honestly believe I'm probably quicker at night. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with just the lights shining down the road. You stay focused on the road and you're just, you're just looking at what's ahead of you and you're just clicking along. Um, my section particularly was really rough and it was long. So we, we got in, uh, down on highway three when the, when the course came back east from, uh, from the West coast along the Pacific. So I was on highway three, I got in and I had a few hundred miles of the San Felipe whoops to go. And then on top of that, after that, we had to go over the Cordina de Molina summit, which is, you know, I call it the Los Pino summit or the new summit. And that was just extremely narrow and tight. And pre-running, I had told myself, so, well, by the time we get to this point in the race, you know, we're going to be 15, 16 hours in, things are going to be pretty spread out. You know, I just got to keep the truck moving and stuff. And, and that wasn't the case at all. I mean, we battled my brother and Pudia, Rob McCachron the entire day. So, uh, so starting from when I got in the truck, a lot of a lot of sand washes, which is really cool. Down in that San Felipe section, that's what that area is well known for, is it's, it's sand washes and whoops, and they had plenty of that. Hey, Luke, we're going to have to put a quick pause on things. We'll be back with more with Luke McMillan. We'll return here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Right now, we've got uh, my good friend and uh, overall Baja 1000 winner, Mr. Luke McMillan, on the show. Luke, we had to uh, cut you off because we were getting up against the time break for that segment. But, uh, you know, when we left off, you are in the middle of about telling us uh, the story of Baja and uh, when you got in the truck. So let's roll from there, buddy. Um, I got in. I was third on the road. Uh, my brother was out front and Pootie was in between us. And uh, I told Duncan, I said, my co-writer, so we're just going to get in there and, and hit our lines. And, and in the blink of an eye, we're going to be right up on their bumpers. And uh, that is what happened. We we hit our first uh, sand wash. It's called Quavitas Wash. And uh, we just had every line nailed in there. And we were just on rails. And before we knew it, we're up in their dust. And, of course, my brother and I, being teammates, he's calling out race miles. You know, race miles 755, everything's okay. Duncan starts the stopwatch. Boom. Okay, Luke, we're 45 seconds behind him. We just hit 755. So we're going off of that. And then the whole time I'm thinking, wow, and Pootie is in between us. This this is incredible. <laughs> I don't see him. I'm in dust. My brother's 45 seconds ahead of me. And there's another truck in front of us. And the dust was so thick that you literally couldn't even see the, the thousands of lumens of LED lights he had on his truck. But I could see his roost. So I'm like, all right, well, now it's time to be patient because, like you said, the, the ball 1,000 is won and lost in the second half, and patience is key. Uh, it's a 19-hour race. So we, we back off. I let Ampudi and my brother go at it, and I'm like, let me just hang out back here. One of these guys is going to stub their toe, make a mistake, and I, I do not want it to be me. There's no one behind me. Time to be smart. And uh, so that, that's what we did. Uh, Ampudi ended up getting a flat tire. We picked him off. Now we're second on the road, um, which was really cool. Cause then it was, you know, again, my teammate 23 and 83 out front one and two. It's like, wow, this is something else. And, uh, I, I ran up on my brother. I'm calling him on the radio. Just, Hey, just want to let you know that I'm the next vehicle behind you. Not necessarily, Hey, move over or anything, but just, it's not in Pudia, It's me. Don't be too concerned about, you know, getting hit or getting chased. It's, it's your teammate back here, you know? So, yeah. so we go up this wash and, and my brother calls back and how, how close are you? I'm like, well, I, I can see your lights. I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm here. And 
and uh, you got to thank my big brother. He pulls over. He's, he, he's running a little bit more conservative. He's got the new all-wheel drive truck, yeah. so he, he ends up pulling over for me, and uh, and he's, go, Luke, go win this thing is what he said, and I hop on the radio, and thank you, thank you, thank you, and, and we took off, and that was that was really cool. So for the fourth year in a row, um, we were out front of the Ball 1000 again physically, and that was just a wave of emotion like, okay, here I am. It's, it's back in the palm of my hand what what's going to happen how are we going to handle this yeah and so yeah that's sorry go ahead no i was just going to say that that's a lot of pressure too once you 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 know you you're there you're you know you're leading and you and i've both seen these races where you're leading with you know only 100 miles to go 150 miles to go or something like that and you know something you know something happens and and all of a sudden you know some you know there's fluke winner i mean we saw it at the minute 400 this year right luke i mean you know the, the lead changed how yep. many times and you know being being up front at the minute 400 wasn't exactly a good thing this year you know so uh, i mean you gotta yeah. have all kinds of thoughts creeping into your head when you're out front you know oh yeah no it's just you know and, and like i said this was four years in a row for us at the baja 1000 and so it's just you know, you feel like it's sitting in the palm of your hand, but you've still got three or 400 miles to go. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not nerve wracking really to perform. You know, I, I, I'm confident in what I can do in the truck and our notes and stuff, but it's just, it's the unknown it's Baja, you know? So it's what, what's going to happen. What's going to take us out. It could be a, a booby trap. It could be just a, a fluke deal on the truck. It could be that I make a mistake. You know, I've been, I've been getting beat up in this truck for hours and, um, you know, anything could happen. You know, you come around a turn and you had a, a ditch or a, a rock marked from the other day and, and someone changed it. Someone moved a tree in the road. You come around a blind turn. I mean, Baja is all about the unknown. So yeah, we're out front and it's just like, I wonder, you know, what's going to happen. And, and we're just, we're cruising. We're, you know, we're, we're moving at a good pace, obviously, but at the same time, it's just in my head, I'm sitting there trying to think, okay, what pace do I run? How do I get this truck to the finish line? How do I make sure I don't get beat? Because that's, that's one thing, you know, after being taken out in the lead with mechanical issues, that's one thing I told my team is I said, if, if this truck lives, I, I refuse to lose. I, I'm not going to lose. So I pre-ran the last hundred miles, I think uh, seven or eight times. Cause I said, if I get in a battle there, there's just no way I'm going down without knowing I put up a good fight. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Well, you know, all that being said, obviously, you know, you walk away with Baja 1000 win. You guys had a phenomenal year this year. Everybody going into next year, I mean, they've got Luke McMillan in their sights going, hey, this is the guy to beat. You know, he he was the guy in uh, in 2020. I mean, heading into 2021, what are the plans for you guys? I mean, I know you love Baja. You know, I, you know, I got a feeling we're going to see you, you know, full score series. Anything else on the calendar you guys like to go and do? Yeah, so um... – yeah, like you said, we love Baja, and it does take priority for us. Um, that's just what our, our family is into, and you know, the, and specifically the Baja 500 and Baja 1000. Of course, uh, you know, score kind of bases the start positions of that based on the, the San Felipe 250, which is a great race as well. And then there's the Baja 400, which you know we're, we're kind of funneled into going to that one. So um, on top of that, we'll be at the MIT 400 this year for sure, uh, representing BF Goodrich Tires, like always. But you know, that's that's a big event to them and. And it's the Mint 400. You know, it's it's a well-known race. The, the the exposure it has is great. So we're going to be racing there. Um, you know, with, even with COVID kind of coming back with this third wave or, you know, what, whatever you want to call it, coming back, I think there is a little bit of unknown with Mexico. So uh, we're kind of waiting, waiting it out. We actually don't know what our first race is going to be, whether it's going to be San Felipe in February or we will uh, go to the King of the Hammers, which – 
again, that the King of the Hammers is an amazing event. Uh, Dave Cole does an awesome job. It's it's one of my most favorite events. We've got a first and a second place there. The, the last two years they ran it, and uh, I'd really like to go there, but uh, but unfortunately Mexico kind of takes priority. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of wait and see for that first race, and then uh, and then next season. At some point, and I'm not sure when, we're going to be debuting an all-wheel drive truck, an 83 all-wheel drive truck. So my brother is in one right now. Um, I'm currently building one with the Mason brothers. Um, so that that's another factor that I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see. The timing, you know, the, the two-wheel drive I've been running is seven years old. It's my baby. I've been working on it a long time. But uh, it's, it's a little bit tired. It, it needs some uh, updates on geometry and horsepower. But, uh, but it's still winning. Like you said, you know, we had a great year. So if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. So I'm a little unsure on what I want to do. I know the all wheel drive is going to be quicker, but, uh, I don't know if I'm ready to give up the reliability. So that's kind of our season, what it looks like. Uh, we got two trucks to kind of pick from, and I'm not entirely sure on on what we're going to race, but, uh, you'll definitely see us in Mexico, uh, the mint 400 and, and I'm hoping King of the hammers. Nice. Well, Luke, man, uh, we are up against a time break, buddy. But uh, as always, always a ton of fun catching up with you, your brother, heck, your dad even. I uh, uh, love, you know, just love all the stories and everything. And uh, looking forward to seeing uh, what you guys got up your sleeve for uh, 2021. Right on. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, I, I love talking racing. So anytime, I'd love to hop on and, uh, and talk about it. So uh, we'll see you guys next season. And I think it's going to be a great year. Well, heck, man, what a uh, what a story from Luke McMillan on uh, on Baja and uh, wow! I mean, you know, I don't think people really realize. I mean, to win, say Daytona five hundred or Indy five hundred, it takes a hell of a lot of one skill, but two, you know, preparation and things like that. But uh, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that uh, none of them compared to Baja and the preparation that goes into Baja. I mean, you talk about the Indy 500 in the month of May and all the preparation and things like that that go into there. But Baja is a different animal, completely different animal. You go into the Baja 1000, I mean, double it's double the length of the Indy 500. And on top of that, um, you know, it, it's stretched over 1,000 miles. Indy 500, I mean, you know... It, you know, these guys are just looping in a circle, right? And I love IndyCar. You guys know that about this show, right? But it's a different level of preparation and logistics. I mean, legit, you know, Indy, once you're there and you've got your little garage set up, I mean, you're there for the month of May, and, uh, you know, it's pretty easy, right? But with Baja, I mean, you've got people scattered up and down over a 1,000-mile course, and you've got all these moving pieces. You want to talk about something that's insanely difficult, and uh, it's just, man, it, it's another level of preparation to not only finish the Baja 1000, but to actually win. And uh, the McMillan family, they've been doing it for, you know, what, 40, 50 years at this point? I mean, they have it figured out. Obviously, McMillan's sweep of Baja this year with Dan McMillan winning the Baja 500. Um, and then, uh, obviously, Luke McMillan winning the Baja 1000. Huge, huge year for uh, McMillan, especially Luke. I mean, what did he say? Won Silver State, won, uh, you know, won the Mint 400. I know at one point he was running up front at King of the Hammers. I mean, um, what a what a great effort, a solid Solid organization. I mean, that family, um, you know, they, they put their heart and soul into desert racing. And, uh, you know, Luke is definitely 
Uh, like we said earlier in the year, I feel like this was his breakthrough year. Everybody knew he was fast. Now he's the guy to beat. There's a difference. You know, you're, you're always in the equation. You're a top five, top ten guy. Everybody knows, oh, this guy's going to be kind of tough, you know, and he might sneak through. Now Luke's the guy with a target on his back. Like, he is a number one. Come get me, boys. I am Luke McMillan, and uh, this is my race to lose. And, uh, you know, that, that's a total different level than where he was heading into this season. And uh, you want to talk about a big year for Luke McMillan? I mean, he's my driver of the year right there uh, in off-road. That guy, he is uh, he has done it. But uh, we're going to take a short break. we got another Baja winner, Wes Miller. He's going to be on the line when we turn here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. 
Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my good friend, Polaris Razor teammate, uh, Wes Miller, to the show, man. What's happening, Wes? Oh, just uh, still kind of uh, getting stuff unloaded and, uh, I guess, putting everything away from the Ball 1000 and starting to get things ready for next year. Yeah, well... Let's talk about Baja because uh, you went down there, and I feel like I feel like a lot of guys think you're like the sleeper candidate or something, you know. And I, I I feel like that that's no longer the case, man. I feel like you got the monkey off your back about a year ago, and uh, I feel like it's been gangbuster since then. And like you're a threat anytime you're south of the border. Yeah, no, we've had some good runs. Um, you know, I think uh, maybe uh, you know a lot of people that don't know my background racing down there. Um, yeah, I've got, I think this is either like my 22nd or 23rd Baja 1000. I, I think 23rd, um, you know, and uh, I've won a lot of races and championships down there on four-wheelers with uh, Wayne Matlock. So, um, you know, I, I've got a lot of experience down there. I think it took a little while longer to, you know, really start running up front all the time and uh, be as competitive as I knew we could be, but... You know, I, I feel like we're there now. Well, what's the biggest difference between running a quad and uh, and running a Polaris Razor, you know, in the UTV class? Because obviously, like you said, you've won down in Baja. You know what it takes to win. You know logistically what it takes. What's the biggest difference uh, switching from, uh, you know, running a quad over to running the UTVs? Yeah, it's just uh, so much more goes into the UTV program. Um, you know, there's the, the vehicle's bigger, there's more parts, there's way more prep work that goes into it. You know, to to prep a quad, I feel like, you know, you can do that a couple days, like, no problem. Um, and then, you know, it's like, throw the quad in the back of your truck, you know, to trying to pit, you don't need as much fuel, you don't need as many spare parts, so you don't need as big of a crew. Um, and... You know, I feel like that the quads, there's less parts to break as well. Um, so you know, we, we had our, our quad program where, you know, for the most part, we didn't really have a whole lot of issues. You just rode as hard as you could and, you know, hopefully one race versus the UTV program. There's so much that goes into prepping the car. Uh, you know, I feel like we do so much R&D in testing, development, um, dialing the car in. Uh, you know, I've got way larger pit crews now. You know, we use a, a fuel tower out of one of my trucks. You go through way more fuel. Um, you've just got, it's just a, a way larger program and operation, you know, from people to money to logistics to all of that. Um, it, it's just, it's a lot bigger operation, so it takes a lot more time and effort. Um, you know, and I, I think that makes it a little bit more difficult to win. And then I also think probably racing the UTV is a little bit more of a, not to say that racing the quad is not a team effort, but I think that more of it rides on the shoulders of the riders. You know, I think some of the guys I rode with, we could have been on a basically stock quad and probably still went out and won the race. 
versus the UTV is more of a, a team effort, you know, where your your prep guy has got to be 100% on point. Your your chase guy has got to be exactly where they need to be. And, you know, I, I've, a lot of it is in the thousand, you're going to have problems. So it's who can address those problems the quickest. And, you know, a lot of what comes down to winning a race like that is who overcomes adversity the quickest. So you got to be prepared and you got to have the parts and you got to have guys that know how to fix things. Well, you know, and talking about that, I, you know, I'm just looking at things going, you mentioned Matlock, you know, yourself and, and, you know, I look at uh, Piplick just won the UTV worlds. He came from a quad background. You can look at short course, Corey Weller. She came from a quad background and she's killing it in UTVs and short course, man. I mean, what do you think it is about the quad that transitions itself well to being a good UTV driver? Because obviously you guys are all proof of the concept, man. It's working for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it goes deeper than that. Like Cody Miller, Hunter Miller, Tim Farr, um, the guy that drove with me, Jason Luberg. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, a ton of ex pro quad racers that are all doing extremely well. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to when you're racing a quad, you've got to be able to read lines for, for four tires. You know, so you've got to be able to place four tires where you want them. Um, and I think a lot of that crosses over. And then a lot of the seat of the pants feel of how you drive a UTV. I think having that quad background of you're sliding through corners more. Like, I think, you know, versus like a dirt bike, you're more railing through everything. Um, and you're leaning it over, you know, versus like, I think a quad and a UTV, just a, a UTV is a, a larger version of a quad with a steering wheel instead of handlebars. You know, so I, I think that's why so many, uh, you know, top pro quad riders have been able to make that transition and, uh, you know, do extremely well in the UTV arena now. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about this year's 1000, dude, because, I mean, it had kind of a weird vibe going in, and I feel like there wasn't there wasn't as much, uh, I guess, pizzazz around it, you know, and obviously there's a lot going on in the world and things like that. But, you know, looking at uh, this year's this year's race, obviously you guys had a slugfest in the UTV division, man, but uh, kind of take us through this course because it wasn't an easy 800-mile course, even though it was shorter than normal. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, Whenever it's a loop, the the courses are generally pretty rough. Yeah, I felt like last year they made probably the toughest loop course that we had done. And, you know, I was kind of curious to see what they would come up with this year. And Jose, the race director, was like, hey, Wes, you're going to really love this new course. We added a, a bunch of new stuff. And that's one of the things that I liked about it was, we went out and pre-ran. I was like, man, I've never done a, a bunch of this before, which I was kind of exciting because it, it was neat to go through some areas, do some trails that I hadn't been on. Um, you know, after we pre-ran there, I mean, there was like straight up sections where they made, I think they went on Google earth and like, Hey, we're going to go from point A to point B. Like we're going to let them figure it out when they pre-run. And just there is, not a whole lot of trail there and uh they had cut some new stuff in uh and there was 
really, really slow technical terrain. And so I knew it was going to be kind of a tortoise and hare race as you had to run a, a smooth, consistent pace and not have any mechanical issues. I think every really long desert race is kind of like that, but I didn't feel like it was going to be a sprint by any means. And uh, we kind of had that mindset. Um, I, I was concerned that there were a lot of areas I felt like there was a really big potential for bottlenecks. And I was concerned, you know, about a bottleneck, which is something out of your control, really affecting the race. Um, but we went into it with the mindset of last year I had soloed it. Um, and I just felt like having two drivers gave us a competitive advantage. I didn't want to, I think you can solo the race, but you need everything to go perfect. And if it doesn't, it can really go south. And like last year I got sick. My co-driver was sick. We had power steering issues and it was one of the most miserable, uh, 25 hours I've ever spent in my life. Uh, like I don't think I've ever wanted to quit doing something as much as I did last year. So I, I, I didn't want to relive that. So um, yeah, I wasn't sure who I wanted to drive with. And I finally decided to go with uh, Jason Luberg, who he had raced, I think, in 05 on a quad with me. And then in 17 in a Razor. And then he uh, also had uh done um done the race last year in with another team so he had some experience he doesn't speak spanish and like he's not a total seasoned baja veteran so i wanted to pair him with somebody that had more of that experience so i put him with uh jeff hoskins who uh he's an old factory kawi three-wheeler racer and um He's run Spec Trophy down there. He's been to Baja a lot. He knows his way around. He speaks Spanish, and he runs a prep shop um, out of Raleigh. So I felt like he was the perfect match for Jason. Because I think you know, Jason's a top short course driver back east, has some Baja experience, but I felt like having that kind of more grizzled Baja veteran in there with them would be an asset. Um, you know, so I felt like we had a really strong package of driver and co-driver with myself and Donnie Powers and then Jason and, and Jeff. Um, so the, our game plan was I would start the race, go to BMG three at race mile 422. And then uh, Jason would do the San Felipe loop. And uh, then I would get back in at La Saldana, which is like around 740 and take it to the finish. Um, you know, so I mean, that was, our, our game plan going in. Yeah. Well, I know Luberg. I know him well. He's a good friend of mine. And that, that guy, I feel like, can wheel just about anything. You throw him in any kind of situation, especially in a UTV, and he's going to figure it out real quick. So definitely, uh, you know, it's one of those where I don't think you can go wrong with him. But, you know, obviously you guys took home the big honors down there this year. Uh, looking at next year, man, I know it's kind of a reboot for everybody kind of trying to figure out where the, what's going on, where the world's going to be. What's uh, what's your guys' plans, Wes, for 2021? Um, I need to talk to Polaris a little bit more about it, but I, I'm leaning towards we're going to do the score series and then uh, 
probably do a couple select races. I might do the King of the Hammers Desert Race. Um, you know, maybe like Mint 400, UCD World Championships, and stuff like that. Um, but I, you know, I, I feel like I have the biggest competitive advantage in Baja, uh, and I enjoy racing down there. And I just, I feel like Baja has the most. It, it kind of takes the most technical driving and like kind of the whole package of experience, knowing how to set up logistics and also knowing how to drive um, more. So I think it's like more technical driving than most of the races in the U S. So I, I enjoy kind of racing down there. So I, I, I'm leaning towards that being our focus. Yeah. I've always loved uh, racing in Baja, especially like the 500 course has always kind of suited my driving style. So I get what you're saying. And I'm actually looking at the King of the Hammers race, the desert race particularly, going, you know, this this might actually be pretty technical in certain areas and things like that. So I'm kind of kind of excited to see what they lay out because I don't think it's going to be something like the Mint 400. You know, I think it's going to be completely different. Yeah. Well, I mean, one, if we're racing against 10 cars, um, as far as I'm concerned, the more technical, the better. Yeah. Uh, and then two... Uh, you know, I think for the most part, we generally excel at technical courses. So uh, you know, I, I'm all for it. I mean, I, I think uh, the more of a driver's course it is, the better. Yeah, I I agree with you. And I think them pitting uh, UTVs against 10 cars is going to be interesting. And like you said, it's going to take a technical, technical course for UTVs to, to have a shot at dethroning a 10 car, you know. But, uh, man, Wes, uh, we're kind of getting up against the time break, buddy. But uh, I appreciate uh, you taking the time. You are headed to uh, Phoenix for the Expo, right? Yes, I am. Uh, so we're going to have the car on display there in the rugged booth. Um We'll be doing uh, some different giveaways and contests as well as, uh, um, like, some meet and greets. So if anyone's going to that event, definitely come by and say hi. Uh, then also, um, please uh, like and follow me on social media. We try to do updates and posts all the time. So that's uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me at, at westmiller 70 well, I appreciate the time, Wes. We're up against the time break. Uh, we're going to call this a segment here, and uh, we'll be back with more here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-200-5818. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-200-5818. That's 1-800-200-5818. 1-800-200-5818. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him... 
It's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. All right, well, that is it for uh, hour number one. Thanks to everybody tuning in on uh, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Radio. We are signing off from our power hour, but the fun continues on Sports Byline, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast One, everywhere else you listen to the show. Uh, coming up, uh, big, big hour number two. This is a long-form interview. We're going to chop it up instead of podcast form and air it nationally so you guys can get all the goodness of this thing. But very good friend of mine, Natalie Richard. She is going into the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame. Uh, she's also one of uh, ESPN's top 50 action sports athletes, female athletes of all time. And uh, she's just a great storyteller, all-around badass TV presenter, and uh, one of the world's best co-drivers. And she's going to be on the show for uh, the duration of hour number two. If you're a rally fan, you're uh, just a fan of motorsports in general. This is a great, great interview that I'm very, very excited to uh, to air this week for you guys. So, uh, yes, good stuff happening. Hour number two right here on the show. Um, do have a little bit of time to answer some questions. Hit me up at Jim Beaver 15 uh, if you got any questions for me to answer. Um, also, uh, you know, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, please hit the subscribe button and uh, please leave a rating or review. It definitely helps us out. And uh, also want to uh, mention our good partners there at iRacing. Yes, get in on iRacing PR Jim Beaver. That's going to get you. 50% off uh, over there at iRacing's website uh, when you sign up. So, uh, yeah, get in the virtual racing world, man. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, anyways, yes, that's all we got for hour number one right here. Hour number two is coming up next right after this commercial break on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by polaris razor freaks of speed and motorheads it's kenny Sargent with speed freaks be sure to catch crash gladys Statman, and yours truly every sunday night seven to nine pacific ten to midnight eastern that's right speed freaks on the sports byline radio network
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Trump is slamming the Supreme Court decision to toss out the election lawsuit. The president calling it a disgraceful miscarriage of justice on Twitter. Constitutional law professor Jonathan Turley on why the Supreme Court is deciding to pass on this case. The court has never allowed other states to force compliance uh, of, of, of the state laws of of states that, you know, like Wisconsin and Georgia. This is something that has to come from within your state. And so it was carrying a lot of baggage going into the Supreme Court. is extremely unlikely to succeed. The FDA is granting emergency use authorization for Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine. Distribution of the vaccine is expected to be within 24 hours, and the first shots could be given in the next few days. USA Radio News. This report is sponsored by Vitalant. COVID-19 cases are rising in the U.S., and so is the need for COVID plasma donations, also known as convalescent plasma. In fact, the need for this type of plasma is urgent. Vitalant, the nation's largest nonprofit independent blood services provider, says distributions to hospitals have grown over 400% since September. But unless more donations are given, there may not be enough for all COVID patients. Convalescent plasma is collected from those who have recovered from COVID-19. It contains antibodies that can be used to treat patients with an active, severe COVID-19 case to give them an extra boost to fight their illness. Cliff Newmark is Vitalant's Senior Vice President of Donor Services. Even if someone has not been diagnosed with COVID-19, they can still help. When donors give blood or platelets, they're informed of their COVID-19 antibody status. And if positive, Vitalant produces convalescent plasma from the donation. These donors can then give a convalescent plasma donation in the future. For more, visit Vitalant.org or AABB.org if outside a Vitalant service area. Skywatchers, this weekend's for you. The Geminids meteor shower peaks on Sunday night. It's said to be the best display of shooting stars all year. Several thousand years ago, asteroid 3200 Phaethon left behind a trail of dust that keeps coming back around again every year at this time. The spectacle could bring more than 100 bright shooting stars across this sky every hour from nightfall into the early morning hours and of all different colors. The chemical elements in the rock are what gives the Geminids their distinct colors. Your best bet to see it is to get away from the city lights late on Sunday. From the Oregon USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Jeremy Scott. A magnitude 5.0 earthquake is being reported near the California-Nevada state line. The U.S. Geological Survey says a preliminary quake struck on Friday night. They also noted an earthquake with this magnitude is moderate. That means there's a larger seismic event expected to occur. You're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. When I first switched over, because I stopped taking the other supplements I was taking and switched over all the way to Balance of Nature, I really noticed a huge difference. It was amazing. Like better sleep, better attention, better energy. It was just really, really great. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. California Democrat Congressman Eric Swalwell began a relationship with a woman suspected of being a Chinese spy. The accused spy, Christine Fang, helped raise money for his 2014 congressional re-election campaign and recruited at least one intern for his office. Republican Congressman Michael Walls of Florida says these elaborate plots of entangling congressmen is only the beginning and also stretches to colleges and universities across the country. 
Look, this is the tip of the iceberg uh, at this point. I spent a year on the China Task Force, and it is in our universities, students, its research institutions. Uh, we really need to get a handle on this. A new survey of 2,000 Americans found that 2020's nonstop flood of bad news took a toll on 75% of respondents. With 70% of the study's pool revealing they are desperate to do something positive to spread cheer each day. While many people are putting up elaborate Christmas decorations outside their homes. John Hennessy is just one of those folks in Naperville, Illinois. He shares with Fox Business why he's putting up all of his decorations. I mean, I think uh, this year with a pandemic going on, an election going on, you can't turn on a TV, turn on social media and have fear and anger in this world. And maybe this just slows people down, brings a little happiness, a little bit of joy. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992-800-413-6992-800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All right, uh, so yes, hour number two is upon us. This is going to be a rally-filled hour for you rally fans. Got my good friend Natalie Richard. She's going to be on the show in a massive, massive interview uh, for pretty much the duration of it. Uh, This hour being presented by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. Uh, find out more information at uh, www.dirtfish.com. And, uh, you know, Dirtfish, uh, you know, they are uh, massive partners of ours. And uh, because of that, if you use the coupon code JimBeaver15, it's going to get you uh, 15% off any and all classes over there at The Fish. Um, but uh, big news is uh, this coming week, a uh, little video called Jim Connor comes out. Yes, Jim Connor. And this is a very special Jim Connor with Mr. TP199, Travis Pastrana. So Mr. Pastrana um, taking over the reins from Ken Block to do an, 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 an I guess, an edition of uh, Jim Connor. And I think it's, uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty rad. So very excited to uh, see what comes out of Jim Connor with his Subaru and uh, Hoonigan. And, uh, man, you know, Ken Block, he's been the staple of Jim Connor for years. Travis Pastrana, probably the one guy that can uh, do this series just as much justice as uh, as Block did. And I'm really excited to see Pastrana around his uh, streets in Maryland, his hometown. And, uh, you know, they're in Annapolis. And uh, I know he jumped the harbor at one point, some other stuff. So this is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, Ken Block is a precision driver. Travis Pastrana is a stuntman. Not saying he's not a precision driver, but he's a stuntman. So... We had a lot of precision driving with Ken Block. 
Pastrana, I'm expecting some more like shock value stunts. Um, who knows? Flames, fireworks, you know, Nitro Circus stuff, right? We're going to see what happens when, uh, when Travis Pastrana takes the reins. I think uh, Ken is definitely a little more precise than TP. TP runs a little bit looser, and uh, TP's quite the showman. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'm very excited about that coming up. I think we're going to do a live watch on the show next week in regards to that. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, – going to be a whole lot of fun, but uh, that would definitely be our rally news for this week, uh, brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. they got a ton of uh, rally content on their site. It's not only a rally school, but they're content and a media platform as well. Check them out, dirtfish.com. And like I said before, it, Jim Beaver 15, that is going to get you a 15% discount there at Dirtfish Rally School. So check it out on the website. We're going to have Natalie Richard on the show. Return here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount life is all about sound the sound of sports the sound of the racetrack and the sound of your vehicle don't drive around listening to this drive around listening to the sound of performance gibson performance gibson performance exhaust is the company who can turn this 
into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. I'd like to welcome one of my guests to the show, and I got a feeling this interview is going to—I'm not saying which show because I got a feeling we're going to air it on probably all of the shows. But my good friend Natalie Richard, oh man, it has been a long time, Natalie. How the hell are you doing? It has been a minute, hasn't it? I'm doing great. How are you? I am. I'm all right. Kind of like everybody else, trying to kind of figure out what's going on in the world today and what I'm doing now and what I'm doing next year. And I don't know. Right. I, I guess I'm in the states. You're in Canada. You actually almost got stuck in uh, where was it? Like Aruba, right? Before before this <laughs> I happened. Was. Yeah, when everything hit the fan, I, actually, I, when when it was declared a pandemic, and you know they they had all the travel advisors and everything, I was in Aruba, and um, initially, because I, I was there with my parents, and initially we said, okay, you know what, we're just gonna we're gonna stay here. It's really safe. The numbers are low. Like we are distanced from everybody else. It's not a problem, you know. And um, but then they started, you know, everything with the Aruban government was changing. The Canadian government was changing. The airlines were changing. Everything was stopping. And so we finally said, okay, let's go home. And um, we ended up on the last rescue flight off the island back to Canada. And they didn't fly again until July. So this was March until July. And uh, so, I mean, it would have been a great place to be stuck. I wouldn't have complained with that, but uh, it, it was good to be home too. Yeah. Well, you actually go down there quite a bit, right? Because I know like, you're one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram because like, <laughs> you, like, I don't know. It's almost like something the Travel Channel would put out. Like, I swear you are one of my favorite people on Instagram because you never know what's going to pop up. But you spend a lot of time down there normally, right? I do. Yeah. When I go down, it's usually for about a month. And um, sometimes like last year, I was able to go down twice. I was lucky enough, but um, it is one of my favorite places. It's such a beautiful island. And, you know, I'm not paid to say this or anything, but uh, it's such a wonderful spot with the most beautiful beach. And once I started going down there, I realized that, you know, it kind of spoiled me for everything else. And I've tried other other islands and I'm like, nope, Aruba is it for me. That's the top one. I'm going back. So we have uh, timeshares down there and go and go down as often as we can. Yeah, well, I guess it's actually probably it's kind of, and I think one thing we've learned through this pandemic too. And I promise we'll get to some rally talk here in a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> one of the coolest things, I guess, a positive. I don't want to say coolest things. One of the positives that's come out of this is I know, like now within the digital space, we can all work remotely. And I think now, like, it's an amazing time in the world today where even before this happened, but you could go and because you do, a lot of people know you from Rally, you do have a day job. Um, but, you know, you can go and work remotely for, for weeks at a time, you know, and I did that during this. I went to San Diego and sat on a beach for, for a week or 10 days, you know, and uh, was working on my laptop sitting in the sand, you know, and, and I think it's kind of a yeah. cool time where you, we can actually go and do that and work remotely and, and we're not leaving anything behind where 20 years ago, I mean, you were chained to a desk and th- there was no working remote, right? 
Exactly. And the thing is, you know, so there's pros and cons to it. The great thing is, and like you say, I go to Aruba, you know, as long as I can, it's not many jobs that you can say, okay, I'm going to pick up and go somewhere for a, a month and work from the beach, you know, but um, like you say, because of, because of technology, we can do that nowadays. So that's great. It gives me the flexibility and my clients know, cause I'm, I'm a financial planner. That's, <laughs> that's the day job you speak of. So my clients know that every year, this time of year, I'm always working remotely. So I'm still answering all my emails and I'm still making phone calls and I still have like Zoom meetings and webcasts and whatever, but I can't meet someone face-to-face and shake their hand, you know, which we don't do now anyway, even though I'm back in, in my office. But the downside of it is that I'm always on. I'm never switched off, you know, so my phone might ping at 7 p.m. and I know it's my work emails coming through and, I'll, I'm, you know, I'm still checking them. I'm not necessarily answering them, but I'm still checking them. And I think like in the past 10 years, let's say there's only maybe one time or two times that I was somewhere that was like a 12 hour time difference away. So I wasn't as connected, but um, it does give us that freedom and that flexibility and I'll take it because I would rather have that than like you said, be chained to a desk. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. There have been part of you kind of jonesing to get back down to Aruba just because of everything that's going on. You haven't been able to. To get back down to where, sorry? I said, uh, uh, part of you, you know, I know you spend a lot of time down there. Is part of you like having the itch now that you've kind of been, in, I don't want to say stuck in Canada because I love Canada. You love Canada. Obviously, you're from there. But yeah. has there been an itch to get back down there and, you know, and, and knowing that, you know, it's tougher to get down there now and everything going on? Like you had an itch to really get back down there? Well, it was, it was, it kind of sucked to have to cut our trip short, you know, which we did by three weeks, you know, so I'm lucky in the sense that I did get a bit of the taste of it in March and, you know, and had some time in the sun on the beach and got my vitamin D and all that jazz. That was great. Um, And right now I'm planning to go down, you know, next spring. Um, I understand that those plans might change, but uh, for now I'm, I'm okay. We had a great summer here in Nova Scotia. I'm not complaining about that at all. Yes, I would like to get back down on the beach, and I'm used to traveling a lot throughout the year, whether it's personal or work-related, whatever. Um, so, you know, it'd be nice to get on a plane again and go through an airport again and all that jazz. But uh, but for now, I'm just kind of loving where I'm living and, and enjoying everything that Nova Scotia has to offer. So I'm okay for now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's switch gears, talk a little racing, because I, I want to actually go back, because I don't think a lot of people, they, they know the present day Natalie Richard and all your accomplishments, but kind of how you got started in rally. And I want to get into that. But first off, I want to congratulate you, obviously, going into the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame. I mean, that's what spurred me to kind of message you, and we hadn't talked in probably a year or two. But I was like, man, this is this is big, Natalie. I mean, what an, you know, what a, what an honor. It is. It really is. I mean, it's it's really nice to be recognized. I mean, you know, when we do everything that we do in motorsports or any sports, whatever, you don't do it for the recognition. You know, you do it for other reasons, whatever. And but then when the recognition comes later on, or or when you have these honors, it's just you know, it's a feel good kind of kind of thing, and it, it it does definitely make me feel good. And it's nice to to be recognized by the Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame. That's that's great. You know, it's it's 
it's it's something really nice. And on top of that, what I realized is that um, there was a local article um, here in Halifax, and it's not often that um, Halifax has done very much media at all on Rally or myself or my brother or anything like that. And it had been quite a while. But then when this article came out to announce you know, the, the induction and, um, so many people who are here, somebody that I might play soccer with or some of my clients or whatever, that they had no idea that I had this other side to me, this other life, you know, (laughs) and then they all see the article. Like yesterday I went on a hike and I bumped into two people separately and they both said, Oh, congratulations. You know, so it kind of spurred this, awakening I guess in my uh, my my community here in Halifax and the people that that you know I I see all the time and I talk to all the time but they just had no idea so there's that whole other side of it too which is, is kind of cool it's nice to it's nice to get congrats from your friends and your peers and your clients and whatever so for sure it's a it's a great honor and I'm joining a lot of cool people that are in the Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame. So I'll take it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, that leads me to another question. I know there was a period in your life, and we'll get into this in a minute, but I mean, you were, you were running rallies on both sides of the border. I mean, nonstop for, you know, well over a decade of your life. And I know in recent years, you've kind of scaled back. I mean, I know, what was it? What was the last time you were in the car with Ramana last year, I believe? At like yeah. LSBR, right? Yeah, exactly. It was last year. So much fun. <laughs> yeah. And I love him and I feel like he's your first call. Anytime he's gonna jump behind the wheel, I gotta call I gotta call Natalie and get her behind the wheel or behind, you know, in the in the co driver's seat. But I gotta ask, like, if I you know, I, I've toyed with the idea of going stage rallying here and there and and you know and you know, you know, renting a car from Dirtfish, we've talked about it, things like that. And I go, like, if I was going to do it, you're on the short list of my very first call. Like, I want you, <laughs> you know, riding with me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get, do you get a lot of calls? Because, I mean, you know, I look at your accomplishments. I went back over them today, and I kind of knew. But I'm like, how is your phone not blowing up off the hook with everybody wanting you in a seat? And we're going to let Natalie answer that question when we return here. So we're going to put a pause on this interview. Trust me, there's a lot of good stuff still to come with Natalie Richard. Uh, if you want this cut, uncut in its entirety, uh, hit us up over on Project Action on Podcast One. We can uh, we can do that up uh, there. It's it's uncut. But uh, here we've got to chop it up for the national feed. But uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying it. We'll be back with Natalie Richard when we turn here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. And available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We got uh, my good friend Natalie Richard uh, knee deep in this uh, amazing interview with uh, the Hall of Famer Natalie Richard. I like the way that sounds, but uh, uh, yeah, you know, do want to mention once again our good partners at Dirtfish. If you haven't already. Please head over to uh, DirtFish.com. Check out all their amazing rally content and uh, use the coupon code JimBeaver15, and that's going to get you 15% off any and all classes. Let me tell you, going and sliding rally cars around uh, up in, you know, just outside of Seattle, beautiful, beautiful scenery, but uh, a whole hell of a lot of fun, and you want an escape from life, that is what you need to do. JimBeaver15 is that coupon code at DirtFish again. And before we're rudely interrupted by that commercial break, uh, Natalie Richard, Natalie, uh, you were just, uh, you know, about to tell me, uh, you know, about your phone blowing up off the hook. I was asking, why haven't you got a whole lot of opportunities to uh, go rallying? It's funny because they, I, I do get a, a lot of calls. I still get a lot of messages, whatever, some from people that I know and some from people that I don't know. But, you know, back in, I think it was 2014 or 2015, I said, okay, no more, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to swear here, but no <laughs> A-holes, no crashers, no newbies. Like yeah. this was this is my my list of rules, yeah. right? And that whittled it down like really a small list. <laughs> yeah. But um honestly, like I do I do still get a lot of inquiries, whatever, and almost all of them I turned down. Um there's a there's a few people that um that I know that if they contact me 
it would be really hard for me to say no, but I have yeah. other things that I, that I have to think of now, like my day job, you know, like if my, my it's not like I'm running a, a flower store that if I'm not there, if I can't make a decision, whatever, it's still gonna, it's still gonna run pretty smoothly, you know, like as a financial planner, I'm, I'm using my brain and I'm constantly, you know, I, I my decisions are, are imperative, let's say. So if I, if something happens to me when I'm racing and, you know, I'm, I'm like in a hospital for two weeks or whatever, like it could seriously affect my business and my clients. So I have to think of that side of things as well. And then, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that come into play. So even somebody who might be on my short list, I have still had to say no, just because it just, it doesn't work out or the timing doesn't work out or whatever. But then when I do an event and my name gets out in social media or whatever that I'm doing events, like it spurs more phone calls, you know, so, you know, I, I deal with those, but it's not that, uh, I, you know, I love rallying and I'll always love rallying, but my, my heyday is over. <laughs> Let's say yeah. I, every once in, I don't say that I'm retired cause I'm not fully retired, but, uh, for the most part, I, I, I pretty much have to turn things down. <laughs> Well, and it probably doing it, and I know Ramana, he's been highly successful, and he kind of comes in and does it, you know, yeah. he does a rally here and there and because he enjoys it. He wants yeah. to get back behind the wheel. And I got a feeling like when you're approaching it the way you do, you probably really enjoy being in the car, whereas when you were doing, you know, a dozen, 15 events a year, like it got to be a grind, and, and sometimes it was a job. Like now there's probably an enjoyment factor, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I always enjoyed it, but the the level of – um, preparation and the and the the work that had to go into um, you know racing back in my heyday, let's say, uh, it, it's completely different. Like now, you know, like I might be, we might be two weeks prior to one rally, and I'd be still working feverishly on the next two rallies following that, you know, so there, it was just a constant grind. Like you say, there was, there was always work to be done and, you know, keeping on track of stuff and, and whatever. But, um, obviously I still loved it. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't have done it as much as I did. So there's, you know, there's always that wonderful component of loving what you're doing and being able to make some money out of it too, which is fantastic. But now when I do an event, like I did last year with Ramana, it's purely for fun. Obviously, you know, we're still safe and try to go fast, but we're having fun and that's the main point of it, you know. So it's completely different. When I do a race now compared to when I did one five or six years ago, it's very different, but still a lot of fun, tons of fun. <laughs> well, let, and let's go back, you know, because I, I kind of want to go back to start and kind of obviously I think a lot of people know, you know, your gateway in, but th- let's go even further back. So you grew up in Canada. You moved to Australia, which I just learned doing my research for this. I had no idea you moved to Australia. <laughs> you went to college, then you moved back to Canada, correct? And you took a job managing your brother's team. Is that is that how this worked? Um, sort of. You had the right components there. So I was I, – when I had graduated – uh, from my undergrad here in Canada, I was living and working in Toronto. And that's when this is in 1999. And that's when my brother started rallying. And I had no clue what rally was back then. Like, I didn't even know that he knew what it was. But you know, he saw it on TSN. And he's like, Oh, cool, we have that here in Canada. And like, within a month, I, you know, he started rallying. And I, I, I didn't know what it was. But I knew that he was coming not too far. He was coming to Quebec for an event. And I said, Okay, well, I'm gonna go check it out. My parents decided that they were going to drive from Halifax and they were going to check out the same rally and they didn't know what it was either. 
and we went and we're all like, oh my God, this is really cool. You know? So within two weeks, I decided that I was going to start managing his team because he was doing all the events in Canada and all the events in the States in his first year of competition, which is pretty nuts, but whatever, (laughs) that's what he wanted to do. So I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to help him out. And that's how I got introduced to the whole sport, you know, and, and slowly, like he had one co-driver in the States um, ben Bradley and, and there was one event that Ben couldn't make and I'm like, okay, I'll sit in there. And, you know, I took a little co-driving course and off I went and I wasn't very good. <laughs> and then, but you know, Pat was like, he was pretty good about it. And then about two months later, his Canadian co-driver, Ian McCurdy, he couldn't make one of the Canadian events. And I said, Oh, okay, I'll sit in there too. And so that's how I started getting in the co-driver's seat was just from managing his team and just kind of sliding in because he needed someone. And so I did that with him for a little bit. And then I moved to Australia and I did a few rallies while I was down there. And I said, you know, I love it here. This is a great country and, you know, whatever. And I said, the only thing that would bring me back to Canada is if I got a really good, you know, rally gig. And lo and behold, my brother called and he said, okay, do you want to be on Subaru Rally Team Canada with me? And I'm like, hell yeah. So I picked up all my stuff and I moved back to Canada and and then it went from there. So that was 2004 and um, that was uh, ended up being a kick-ass year for us when we won the Canadian, U.S. and North American Championship. So that was the first Triple Crown right there with my brother in the first year. So yeah, it started off well. <laughs> Well, and it's truthfully, that's a whole other story. And uh, but I mean, your brother to honestly go from really never even being to a rally to five years later, like being with, you know, Factory Subaru Canada and winning a Triple Crown, like mm-hmm. that's crazy. That you, I mean, you were a part of that ride with him. But I mean, that that's a a very fast. I mean, normally people take some four or five years to figure out how to drive a car properly. Like that's a crazy career arc there, you know, for both of you. Yeah, like. Pat, so Pat is one of those guys that, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever he puts his mind to, like he is, you know, going to aim for the top and, and, you know, he's, he's a really smart guy. He's brilliant, you know, and he, he decided that this is what he wants to do and, and he put all of his effort into it and he, he was really good. You know, he had a lot of talent and he, and he went up the ranks really quickly. So that's awesome. But then when I came on, he was already you know, light years ahead of me where, <laughs> where he needed me to be. And so he was, um, he was pretty hard on me when, when I first started, um, like brothers and sisters are, you know, and then, but the good thing is, and, and I give him kudos to this because he was so hard on me, I had to, you know, become good at what I was doing really fast. Cause if I wasn't, then I knew I was going to be out of the car. So it was the, the pressure and I guess maybe the competitiveness and both of us and whatever, but it, it worked out really well. We, we, uh, we had a good ride together. Yeah. Well, and as all this is going on, I know you'd said the only thing that would get you to move back from, from Australia <laughs> to Canada was a good rally gig. I mean, obviously you're a financial planner now. Did you have a day job then when you were doing all like all this crazy stuff, cross-border racing in Canada, the United States? I mean, there was that whole decade there where you were just kind of insane traveling and that. Were, were you still working the day job or were you strictly dedicated to yeah. rally? No, I um I it wasn't it wasn't lucrative enough for me to just 
rally, you know, so I did have some part-time stuff on the side. And so my, my undergrad is in business and commerce. And so I've always been involved in the investment industry, you know, since 1997, I guess it was whatever, but I also got my post-grad degree in teaching. So I was a teacher as well. And it, it, for a while there, like I was doing four jobs, you know, the main one was um, co-driving. And so that was my number one you know, in terms of schedule and whatever. And then working around that, I was doing some substitute teaching in French um, here in Halifax. And then I was also working for my father's financial planning business. And I was also translating press releases for motorsport from French to English. So these four jobs I had all worked really well around each other. And then, and I never got bored. I was always doing something different, you know, but um, it all, it just worked really well. And so um, I'm lucky in the sense that I was able to do all that and, and, you know, do what I wanted to do, my passion, which is rallying and still make ends meet by doing all these other things too. So it's, I was lucky. Not everyone can do that. So. No. And you know, I kind of, there was, I feel like this period and I don't want to call it the golden era of rally in North America because I think that's dis- <laughs> that's discrediting a lot of guys like John Buffum and, and people like that in the past right. so I, I don't I want to be careful with the way I word things but there was an era of rally in the United States and Canada where and a lot of it was when the action sports people Pastrana came in and Dave Mira and obviously you had the factory teams in Canada here in the states and um, you know, X Games got involved. You're able to do X Games a couple of times, but I mean, do you, do you feel fortunate? Like there was just that era there where rally became really almost mainstream, you know, in North America, and and I know it has been in Canada, you know, and you guys have had a great television package up there, but here in the states, I mean, you were a part of that, and and I, I really, it, it's hard to replicate it. I mean, it was on TV a lot and, and things like that. I mean, do you, you know, do you feel fortunate to to be a part of that and been able to do X Games because like. I, I don't see that changing in the next decade. And I, I look back previously and it just wasn't there, you know, but you were a part of that, you know, I, I don't want to say golden era, but that special era of rally here in North America. And once again, we are going to put a pause on things. We will let Natalie answer that question when we return here to the gentle tire down and dirty radio show powered by Polaris razor. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. 
Enjoy. Like the town itself, Hotel San Luis Obispo is a cultural crossroad where an adventure becomes a life well-lived. Located steps from downtown, Hotel San Luis Obispo is the perfect jumping-off point for Central Coast adventures. Head to the rooftop for sips and small plates amidst lush planted greenery with stellar views over rolling hills. With quintessential California beach towns just up the road, Hotel San Luis Obispo is both a destination and an experience. Top off your day with a curated list of the best wines from the Central Coast at Ox and Anchor, a classic steakhouse with a modern twist. Call 805-235-0700. That's 805-235-0700. Or go to hotel-slo.com. That's hotel-slo.com. Hotel-slo.com. Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, along with my good friend Natalie Richard, Canadian Motorsports Hall of Famer. Natalie, we are, uh, I don't know, we're, we're getting close to the end here, but we still got a lot left in the tank. But uh, you were, uh, you know, we're kind of talking about the uh, golden, kind of a golden era, golden age of uh, rally here in North America. Yeah, it was really cool to be a part of, for sure. Like, and I think it's, it it was just before like social media really caught on, you know, now everything is, you know, social media, it's all online and whatever. But just prior to that, um, like you said, you know, there were the, the amazing TV packages in, in Canada. We had a great TV show that was year after year after year. And of course, you know, they tried in the States as well on ESPN and whatever. I was involved in that too. Um, and, and, with X Games and everything, it was gaining that momentum, you know, in the average person's home and more and more people were, you know, knew what rally was. It was, it was becoming a bit more mainstream, like you say, but um, now it's different in the sense that, you know, there's still a lot of exposure, but it's not, you know, you're not, uh, necessarily seeing it on the ESPNs and the TSNs and RDS and whatever. Um, it, it's just a, a whole different outlet. So for me to be part of um, both in front of the camera and behind the camera on both sides of the border, it was just, you know, it was amazing. And I'm glad that I was able to to, to be part of that. And like you said, with Travis and Dave and, and Ken Block too, they all kind of came in around the same time. And it was this it was this injection of a different kind of um, life into the sport that we didn't necessarily have before. So it was pretty cool to be around for all that. And um, it's different than how it is now. Um, I, I'm so glad that I was part of it then. And um, 
I also think sometimes when I look at social media and how things get out now, it just seems, oh, so much easier to just post it as opposed right. to what we had to go through back then. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it was really cool to be a part of. And I, I know what you mean about the golden years. And, and, uh, and I agree with you. We can't take away from some of the other big names like Buffum and whatever, but it was a special time, that's for sure. Yeah. Wait, how did the whole TV host thing come come in? Because you were doing that on both sides of the border. And I know, how did that pop up? You know, uh, obviously, we know you can talk well. You're, you're, you know, you can both speak <laughs> French and English. Like, how, how did that pop up? Because that was an awesome opportunity. You've done a lot of television work. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I'm just trying to think of how it started. I mean, it's all thanks to, to Lawrence Partington, actually, um, at tv to go here in Canada. Um, he was the producer for the show for um, both the French... Uh, the French show on RDS and the English show on TSN, and um, and he asked me if I wanted to be a part of it, and uh, and then he ended up also producing the show that was showing on on ESPN ESPN as well. And that year I wasn't um, I wasn't in a car full time in in the States. And so I was doing the ESPN show in the States with him. And prior to that, I had done the, you know, the Canadian shows while competing. So I was, you know, hopping out of a car, somebody would be there waiting for me with a cameraman and microphone, whatever. And I would do my little blurb in English. And then I would change microphones and do my little blurb in French. And then I would go do an interview with someone and do an interview with somebody else. And then I might've had like two minutes to go pee before we had to leave again in the rally car. So it was pretty hectic, but I enjoyed doing it all. And, um, you know, I would do it again last year. I was part of the, the team that was doing, um, the, uh, the online, uh, webcast, I guess, of of, um, the Tall Pines Rally at the end of last year. And that was fun, too. It was a completely, I was, you know, an anchor in the studio, so I wasn't on site, but it was uh, very different, still a lot of fun. And I don't, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say no necessarily if that opportunity came up again because I do enjoy it and, you know, it's a sport that I love and I know. Um, but uh, it was pretty cool to be part of it before and, you know, maybe one of those opportunities will come up again. We'll see. Yeah. So I, I'm looking down this list of accomplishments, and I know probably one of my favorite things was a few years back. I know X Games named you one of the top 50 <laughs> female action sports athletes of all time, and I know you and Chrissy Beavis were both on that list, and I thought that was huge for, for Rally to have you know, both of you on that list, you know, and it really, you know, I, I think your guys' accomplishments, it, it really was a statement and, and had people think again about rally. But I'm looking down this and, you know, 47 national victories, you know, at both sides of the border, <laughs> 10-time North American champ. I mean, five times in Canada, three times in the U.S., two-time Triple Crown. I mean, kind of take us through <laughs> some marquee moments that stick out in your mind because this is a lot of accomplishments, and I don't want to go rally by rally, but there's got to be a few battles or, or moments that stick out in your head that were like, you know, some of your favorites. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> thanks for naming all those, by the way, all those accomplishments. I, I forget about some of them sometimes, so <laughs> it's nice to hear when somebody else says them because I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But uh, for sure, the uh, the X Games list, um, that was pretty cool. And, you know, for Chrissy and I to both be listed there, um, it, it was it was nice. I, I enjoyed that. I can't remember how many years ago that was now, but uh, it was pretty cool for them to include um, you know, rally on that list because it's not as common as a lot of the other sports that, that the athletes are from. But, um, yeah, for sure. I, I did enjoy that. 
Um, in terms of things that stick out, somebody asked me this not too long ago, and I said that, you know, winning the Triple Crown is probably the toughest thing because we all know how hard it is to win one championship. And, you know, like for people that, that don't know rally, um, it's not like you win one event and win the championship. You know, you accumulate points throughout the season. And so in order to um, win a title, to win a championship in one year, you have to be pretty consistent throughout the whole year in order to get as many points. And so to win one title in a year, is tough enough, as we know. Um, but then the the Triple Crown, which is winning the North American, the Canadian, and the U.S., all three titles in the same year, you know, that's, that's pretty tough. And so uh, when Pat and I did that in 2004, it was the first time that had ever happened. And so that was, that was really cool, you know, like making history. And then in 2010, Antoine and I repeated it. So um, that you know, those were both really tough things to accomplish, and I'll I'll probably name you know the Triple Crown winning as um, as a definite highlight. But if I had to go back and decide which rallies were um, you know stand out in terms of yeah that was sweet, um, it would have been. Back in 2005, um, I was competing with my brother, and we were a privateer team, and we were competing in the States against uh, Stig Blomquist. And Stig, who, you know, he's an amazing world champion, uh, you know, like Stig is a big name in the world of rally, and he was uh, competing over in the States, and it came down to... um, uh, we're at the Colorado Cog Rally, obviously in Colorado. And on the last stage, we were a couple seconds back from him. And uh, and what's funny is that we're actually competing using his used tires. <laughs> so they they had a team over from the from uh, from the UK, and they had a much bigger budget than we did. And so my brother was buying their used tires, and we we're competing on their used tires. And um, it was all down to the last stage. We were behind them by, you know, a couple seconds. I can't remember how many exactly, but we had to push flat out balls out, (laughs) you know, on this last stage. And I I remember my brother, he was cutting the corners like you wouldn't believe. And I'm just thinking, I hope nothing's on the inside of these corners because we were cutting them, you know. Anyway, we end the stage and um, we ended up beating them. Um, on the entire rally after two days by 0.4 seconds, you know, and that was just like a, oh my God, you know, it was a, it was a great moment. So yeah, that one, that one definitely stands out for me. Yeah, that's great. 0.4. And, you know, and it's funny thing is I think a lot of people, and I've got a lot of off-road listeners and a couple of seconds is nothing. And and actually in a lot of motorsports, a couple of seconds is nothing, but in rally, when you're at that level, I mean, to make up just a few seconds on a stage, I mean, we're, we're talking, yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, to win by that margin, though, I mean, that's like a NASCAR and IndyCar yeah. finish. That's crazy. I know. And, yeah, and I'm not like, you know, we won not just the stage by point four. I mean, you know, we won the by a few rally. seconds, but the entire rally by 0.4 seconds, and it was just like, holy mama. <laughs> it was a good win. I that mean, was that, a good feeling. <laughs> that's a blink. You know what I mean? That, that's literally, that's a blink. Yeah, that's not uh, even. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's wow. That's that. That's one heck of a moment right there. And you know, and it, it kind of goes back. Yeah. And that's one thing that I, I I think is really key here. You talked about your brother and what he's accomplished, but you like you have been very very successful. And a lot of it goes. You know, you've been with some of the best drivers in the world too. But you know. A lot of the programs, you've been on factory programs, but a lot of your victories and stuff came, you know, when you guys were running on a smaller budget. And I think that's a credit to to how well you are in the car as a co-driver, but also the drivers you surrounded yourself with, because you've done a whole lot with the teams and the partners you've been with in the car, but with a whole lot less than some of the competition you were competing against. Yeah, hundred percent. And the, and the thing is, you know, like I tell people all the time that in order for things to work, in order for you to win a championship, to win a rally, to win a stage, everything has to work. Not just the driver being, you know, game on, and and the co-driver being on point as well. The mechanics have to be awesome. The car itself has to be awesome. Like everything is like such a crazy amount of teamwork and everything has to work in order for you to do well. And so I've been lucky enough that I've, uh, like you said, I've had drives with and, and, and teams and seasons with amazing drivers, very talented drivers, which is awesome because you, you can't win without that. But we've had some fantastic people behind us and, you know, some, some amazing mechanics who are able to MacGyver things when they need to be MacGyvered or prep them properly or do the all-nighters and everything, you know. So we've had um, such a successful time for multiple reasons, so many different factors that go into it. And there's a lot of work that, um, you know, that the mechanics obviously do and the drivers and co-drivers, there's so much preparation and late nights and all that jazz, but it's everything coming together that really makes a difference. And I've been lucky enough to be on teams that we all have this common goal and we're all willing to, you know, have the sleepless nights and, and work our butts off in order to get there. So yeah, that's, that's been pretty cool. Well, Natalie, we are up against our. Uh, we we actually went over our thirty minute hard break, but uh, the conversation <laughs> was great. I, I feel like you and I could sit here probably for an hour or two and just catch up, just because it's been so long. Probably. But, uh, <laughs> um, it, yeah, I'm trying to think. Last time, I I'm trying to think. It might have been New England Forest Rally a couple years ago when you were uh, with Ramana in the factory Ford, the M Sport car they brought over, maybe, and that's when Block and Higgins and Pastrana, and there was a big event yeah. there. Um, it's probably one of the biggest North America or the biggest U.S. rallies we've had in probably the last decade, I think. But uh, I remember that that might have been the last time we saw each other in person, maybe. I think it might have been like I was trying to think of this, too, but I think that might have been it. And what I mean, if it was what a what a great rally to be at, I, you know, there was so much competition there, like the, the cars and the teams and the and the it was just what a great time. Like I, Ramana and I had so much fun. Unfortunately, we had a little mishap on the first stage. And so that kind of took us out for, um, you know, for the first day, but we came back and we knew that, that the next day was going to be all about enjoying the car that we had, the M sport, you know, like it was to, to be able to drive in a, in a vehicle like that was amazing. And, uh, we had a lot of fun and we set some really good times and it was just really cool. So to be, to be there both for you and I, like, like you said, one of the hotly contested events of the decade, maybe. Um, yeah, that was, that was a great moment. I'm so glad that I was part of that. 
Yeah. Well, here is hoping you and I uh, run into each other a little bit more frequently <laughs> than uh, once a decade. I know, decade, I know. Right? It's been a while. We're due. Yeah, we are definitely due. But uh, Natalie, always a pleasure. Uh, congratulations once more on the, uh, you know, the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame. Um, it's such an honor. And uh, I know, what, are they going to do, a, it's a virtual induction ceremony, correct? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah, so normally what they do, so for class of 2020, they would normally have a ceremony at the 2021, um, uh, the uh, Toronto Auto Show, in obviously in Toronto in February. But because of COVID, um, our ceremony is going to be something virtual, um, I also believe, in February. But then the following year, assuming things are back to normal, when they do the ceremony for class of 2021, they'll invite us from the class of 2020 to the ceremony as well. So we will hopefully still have something in person. Um, but uh, like a lot of other things, we're just going to have to settle for a virtual thing for now. So it's it's unfortunate, but it is what it is, and you know I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, no, the honor is still all there, and uh, and like to thank uh, Natalie for uh, the opportunity to interview her, and uh, we got to take a short commercial break. We'll be back to wrap things up here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Warning: If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-258-18. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-258-18. That's 1-800-258-18. 1-800-258-18. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him... It's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. 
Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. And that's all she wrote for this week's General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Big thanks to um, Natalie Richard, my good friend Luke McMillan, Wes Miller. Uh, man, uh, great show. Solid, solid lineup today. Thanks to all of you for tuning in wherever you are tuning in. Thank you. Once again, I encourage all of you to go over to Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button to this show, and uh, leave a rating or review. Check out Project Action on Podcast One, my other show as well. Uh, got that Natalie Richard interview uncut and unfiltered right there, uh, very lengthy uh, on Project Action. So if you want that uncut, it's a place to get it at. I'm at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. And, uh, yeah, big thanks to General Tire, Polaris, Razor, Vision, Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish. It's uh, at Jim Beaver 15. It'll get you uh, 15% off. Optimus Starters and, uh, you know, Down and Dirty Radio Show. It starts with Optimus. Our good friends at GSPX TV Axles and iRacing. It's PR-Jim Beaver. That'll get you uh, uh, 50% off there at uh at iRacing if you want to go up virtual racing and uh, we got some big news on uh, on the e-racing and e-short course front uh, heading into next year so hang tight it's uh hey we got a lot i mean a lot of news to talk about on that front but uh yes you guys hopefully you guys are having a great uh, holiday season i know things are weird in the world but uh be safe take care of yourselves and we'll be back with more next week right here on the general tire down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network.